Do you have a homestead exemption? It's important to have homestead exemptions if you have a house in the state of Texas. It, it will save you M-O-N-E-Y, which spells money, money, money. And so this week I'm going to uh, take you through the process of getting your homestead exemption, explain why there is a homestead exemption that exists in Texas, give you a little history lesson, and then we're going to go through the different types of exemptions so I can save you M-O-N-E-Y, money, DJ, hit that music, please. Support for this program comes from the Digital Broadcasting Network presenting podcasts and web series from everyday people who have an extraordinary passion to make the world a better place. Hey, welcome back to The Real Estate Life with Kevin Riles. I am your host, Kevin Riles, and guess what? I am in the studio today. Oh, my God. I know some of you um, that uh, are regular listeners and watchers of my podcast, uh, you um, have seen that I've been taping in my office, but... Uh, real estate called me close to the studio, the worldwide headquarters of Channel 713. So I asked Mr. Producer, uh, can uh, we tape, go old school, I guess, and tape in the studio? And uh, I'm in the studio. So if you look behind me, you see my my graphic production that uh, Mr. Producer put together uh, with my, my wall uh, back there. So I'm back uh, in uh, the studio. So I um, wanted to talk about today. Uh, as we get, I'm taping this in uh, basically almost uh, December of 2019, the last week in November uh, in 2019. And um, due to some recent events, I've just been shocked um, how many people still don't have, uh, have applied for or don't have on their primary residences um, a homestead exemption. Uh, and so uh, I wanted to do a quick um overview of do you have your homestead exemption and because you're leaving money and paying taxes and the other reason that I've been thinking about this is because I've been in the process my wife and I have doing our books and kind of trying to clean up our business books and personal books and um, I've been getting all these this is the time of year you get your tax statements uh, from the counties and from the um, independent school districts that you're in if you're in Texas and so uh, homestead exemptions can save you money and and I'm realizing that because I have some property that I don't have homesteaded and I'm paying the full bear of those taxes and it makes a huge, huge, huge difference. And so uh, I wanted to uh, talk about uh, those uh, things today. And so for those of you that don't know, so the, the topic today, again, is uh, do you um, have your homestead exemption. And so if you are one of my Texas listeners, I'm not sure what happens in other states. Texas is a homestead state. And so what does that mean? What does homestead mean? Um, this actually goes back almost to the founding of Texas uh, with Stephen F. Austin. Uh, and I actually looked up in 1839, um, they passed a state law uh, that allowed for uh, you to not be pursued, not your homestead, if you identified your property as a homestead, uh, there were certain rules creditors had to um, adhere to to um, not take your property, basically. And a homestead back then was up to 200 acres, right? A homestead up then was uh, uh, up to 200 uh, acres. And so uh, essentially that law, that homestead law, has evolved into uh, essentially the same protection, and so in Texas, because we are a homestead state, if you apply for a homestead exemption, what you are doing is saying that I live, this, this property that I live in is my homestead, um, meaning that if you ever did get foreclosed on, uh, then you have redemptive rights. 
Redemptive rights means that you could purchase your property back um, uh, up to two years after uh, it is foreclosed on. Uh, and so, therefore, uh, you have redemptive rights. And, and that's a pretty good benefit. Not many people take advantage of the redemption because typically if you're getting fo foreclosed on, you know, you don't have the money to take advantage of it. Uh, however, uh, if you get foreclosed on for taxes, uh, then you have redemptive uh, redemptive rights. And so uh, that redemption period is typically uh, one year. Um, first, if someone wants to purchase their property back, they would have to pay what was paid for at the auction plus 25% uh, in the first year. And then in the second year is what was paid for in the auction plus 50%. And plus any other uh, upgrades or anything that the person that purchased the property at auction, foreclosure auction as well. So it is a pretty powerful uh, thing. So that's one reason you want to do and identify your property as a homestead is you have redemption rights. And if things get tight for you, uh, you would have the right to, to, to purchase your property back. But the other reason uh, that you want um, a homestead exemption is it saves you money. Uh, for those of you that are, that are um, here in Houston, if you remember Mattress Mac used to have those, um, I, think, I think he still says it, but I'll save you money and he has some money in his hand. So uh, today I'm saving you uh, money. And, and so a lot of people, especially first-time home buyers, and I know I typically talk about commercial topics, but th I think this is important uh, for uh, everyone to know, even my commercial um, clients that listen to this is that your homestead exemption uh, can save you up to $25,000 on your assessed value. So as you may or may not know, the way we pay property taxes in the Texas area or Texas, the state of Texas is your house is assessed by the county uh, tax assessor. So I'm going to use just smaller numbers just to make the math simple. So if your house is assessed at $100,000 and the tax rate amongst all the different taxing entities, so your taxing entities can be the county, the city, um, any levy improvement district, any MUD, any of those, um, uh, obviously the school district as well. Uh, and so long story short, if you have a $100,000 uh, assessment and your all your tax rates uh, equal uh, out to 3%, then that means you're going to get a tax bill for $3,000 for that particular year. All right. And so and, and that $3,000 will be split uh, amongst those different taxing entities. So what in Texas, if you have a, a homestead exemption, you get um, up to uh, $25,000 in exemption. So that means that if you take that same example on a $100,000 home, you would um, be assessed on 75000 Now that 75000 would still be multiplied times that 3%, uh, but you can see there that that reduces your taxes from, say, $3,000 a year to, to right at, uh, what, $2,200, That's a $700 a year uh, savings. And so that's significant because most of the people that are in hearing me right now have houses that they live in that are worth more, way more than $100,000. So you can see where that tax um, savings comes in. And for those of you that escrow your taxes with your lender, that reduces your monthly payment significantly if you take advantage of uh, the homestead exemption. So I have pulled up here some frequently asked questions that the state put out, and I'm going to go over a couple of those questions uh, as well. I'm not going to read them verbatim, but I just thought it was important that you know and remind those that uh, it is that time of year 
uh, and January 1st is when you would apply, and the deadline is February 1st. So that's what you need to remember first. The deadline to apply for your um, uh, for your for your homestead exemption is February 1st of the year that you're applying for the exemption. So in two, 2020, tw- February 1st, 2020 is the deadline uh, to apply for your tax exemption. First, second thing you need to know is you have to have been living in that property January 1st of the year that you apply for the exemption. So, uh, for instance, if you bought the house and you close on January 15th, you cannot apply for your homestead exemption for that year. You'd have to wait until January 1st of the following year to apply for your homestead exemption. If that is the case, though, you were not um, purchased the property, or you, I'm sorry, you were not living in the property as of January 1st, um, most counties, all counties, allow for you to quote unquote, and I'm going to use the term loosely, borrow the exemption of the previous owner if they had a a homestead exemption, uh, and then you would basically transfer, for lack of a better term, uh, it to your name uh, January 1st of the the following year. But, so remember, January 1st have to be living in the property as of January 1st of the year that you filed the exemption. The deadline, if you don't have the exemption, is uh, February 1st. Uh, And so uh, how do I qualify for a homestead exemption. It must be your primary residence. It must be your primary residence. And so it cannot be an investment property. It cannot be owned by a corporation or a trust uh, or an LLC. It must be in the person's uh, name uh, that is living in the property uh, so that uh, you are able to do that. And and what I'll um, have Mr. Producer do, I'll uh, give him the link uh, in our show notes, for those of you that go to our website, kevinriles.com, and go to T-R-E-O-L, which is the podcast uh, link uh, under the show notes, uh, I'll have him put a link uh, to the uh, to the form so that you can download the form and fill it out. All the counties use uh, the same form. Some counties will send you the form partly filled out with your tax account number and things of that uh, nature, but this form that I'm going to link you to, you would have to fill that information uh, out. And so... Uh, a homestead can be a separate structure, a condominium, manufactured home, uh, um, but you have to again be the primary resident of that. Of that, that be your primary primary residence. Uh, and so um, you might ask, okay, I have the school taxes, I have county taxes, I have all these other taxes. What is going to be the discount? So on school taxes, um, the school uh, is allowed up to twenty five thousand off the assessed value of your house. That's huge. Right. That's that's a really huge amount on county taxes. um, You can receive up to a three thousand dollar exemption uh, and the county can also give an exception for uh, homeowners that are 65 uh, years old or disabled. And so uh, it depends on the county. So I'm not going to go over the percentages, but most counties offer a significant reduction to the assessed value for those homeowners that are. uh, over 65, and especially those homeowners that are disabled. As a matter of fact, if you look at the form, um, uh, at the very top of the form, for those of you that that will uh, go out and download it, what you will see is Section 1 says, which exemption are you requesting? And I'm going to just call out the exemptions that they have. A general residence homestead exemption, which is what I'm talking about today, disabled person, uh, a person of age 65 or older, a 100% disabled veteran or surviving spouse, surviving spouse of an armed service 
member killed in action, surviving spouse of a first responder killed in the line of duty, donated residents or partially disabled uh, veterans. So those are all the different types of um, exemptions that you can get. And depending on the county and what they passed into ordinance, um, you know, you can get significant um, savings, especially those folks over 65, because typically you're on some level of, of fixed income from retirement savings and Social Security and the like, and especially if you're disabled, because you might be on disability as well. And so, again, I see quite a few people not taking advantage of uh, those exceptions. Uh, and so uh, the, the question on here, and, and I'm, I'm saying it now, how do I get these exemption? You fill that form out and you, you turn it into your um, county appraisal district. All right, so if you live in Harris County, you would turn it into HCAD. Uh, if you live in Fort Bend County, turn it into Fort Bend uh, County Appraisal District and so on and so forth. So that is handled by the appraisal district, not the county clerk, not uh, any of the other offices of the county. That is uh, uh, taken care of by the appraisal district for that particular uh, uh, county. I mentioned the deadline is February 1st. Uh, and so uh, sometimes I get the question and they have it on here, may I continue to receive uh, the residence homestead exemption on my home if I move away temporarily? Uh, and the answer to the question is yes, as long as uh, you move away less than two years, right? So if you move away for a job or for an opportunity and you're going to come back in two years, then yes, you can uh, continue to use uh, and have your uh, homestead exemption. Now, if you move away and you thought it was going to be two years and it was five years, um, then you run into a situation where if that is found out, you could be assessed um, the difference of what your taxes would have been for that period where it was invalid, plus penalties and interest. And I've seen that happen at closings uh, before. And so you need to be cognizant of your homestead exemption, even though nobody wants to pay more than they have to. Uh, that can come back to bite you in a very negative way if you try to sell the property uh, as well. Then one of the questions I do get, and they actually have it on here as well, is if I only own 50% of the home I live in, do I qualify for the home, residence home uh, exemption on my home? And the, the answer is, yes, you do, but you only qualify for the discount on your half of the interest. So if you own a $100,000 property with someone else uh, that is not your spouse, uh, and you, that's your primary residence, then uh, you own, in this particular case, if the valuation is 100000 your part of that valuation is 50000 and you would then, therefore, get your exemption would be halved as well. So instead of getting the 25000 you would get twelve twelve five. So, yes, you can take advantage of um, the homestead exemption if you only own 50% of uh, the property. So I just want to implore those of you, uh, I guess I should also uh, say that how do you find out? Some of you don't know um, uh, whether you have a homestead exemption or not. How do you find out if you do? You can go online to your county's appraisal district, look up your address by either your name or your address, uh, and it will tell you on the tax bill um, whether you have a homestead exemption. When you get your assessment, usually in May of uh, every year, Typically, it has on there whether you have a homestead ex uh, exemption. In fact, on that uh, assessment from the county, it not only tells you whether you have a homestead exemption, it actually calculates out what your value would be with those exemptions for the different entities. And so you'll see a column uh, that gives you whatever that discount is and then tells you what the new uh, number is. And so if you don't see those calculations, uh, then for some reason you have not 
applied for this awesome benefit that Texas, Texas gives us, which is a discount on our uh, taxes. If you do see it, but you disagree with it, or you saw it and now it's gone, then of course you need to check with your appraisal district to make sure something is not nefarious is going on, or you're in a situation where, uh, you know, sometimes they just make mistakes. And so I really want to implore you to take advantage of this because I see so many people leaving money on the table and the county is not going to notify you uh, that, hey, you're living in that property over there. You need to get a discount on your taxes. No, nobody's going to tell you. You have to know for yourself. I guess I'll also say that um, sometimes when people um, close on a house, within 30 to 60 days, they'll get a letter that looks really official the way the letter looks. It looks like it's from the state or from an official organization. And that letter says, hey, you qualify for a homestead exemption, um, and we are the official homestead, Texas Homestead Association, something. It makes it seem like it's really official. And what they say is that for $50, they will fill out that form for you. Just send them the $50, and, the, and basically they have you fill out the form, and they'll submit it for you. Well, guess what? To file a homestead exemption is free. It is absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything. There's no process. The only thing it costs you is the stamp uh, that it, to put it in the mail. And so I always tell uh, new home buyers, whether it's new construction or uh, whether it is um, a resale home, uh, don't fall for that. This is something that you can do uh, on your own. It's very easy to do. It doesn't take that, uh, that much time, and you will be able to um, uh, send that in. The other thing I want to mention uh, real quick is that in order to prove that it is your homestead, most of the counties require some type of documentation, um, uh, and uh, that documentation typically comes in the form of uh, your driver's license and or a copy of your uh, insurance or something showing that that is your uh, primary residence. So just realize that you'll be sending that information uh, in uh, as well. And so, again, I hope that you take advantage of the Homestead Act here in Texas. You're leaving money on the table if you are not. Uh, and again, I just always try to bring you information that I think is useful. Uh, and I hope that you will continue listening to The Real Estate Life with Kevin Rhymes. See you next week. Hey, thanks for listening as always. Do you have questions about any of the topics I'm talking about? If you have questions, let me know. Email me at kevin at kevinriles.com. Again, that's kevin at kevinriles.com. I'm going to do a podcast just on the questions uh, that you guys are sending me. So feel free to send them to me. Again, that's kevin at kevinriles.com. 